The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Dr. Feelgood himself, Mr. Jason Koopsik. Mm. What's up, sir? <laughs> He's like, fuck off. <laughs> I'm feeling better. I um, hope so, man. I was supposed to come see you over the weekend, but yeah. I ended up throwing up all over the place. <sighs> I was uh, really anticipating uh, some cuddle time, some Koopsik cuddles. <laughs> And I got none of that, but I'm equally excited now, though, because we do have our good buddy, Mr. David Glidden, with us right now. What's up, sir? Good evening, gentlemen, (laughs) and Dr. Koopsik. Or Dr. Nutsack. Dr. Nutsack. Sure, that's fine with me. (laughs) Whatever's clever. It works. It works. Oh, my God. So, anyway, you were sick. Was it the uh, like the flu? I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe it's something I ate. I'm not sure. Was it the brown bottle flu? Because I know you were hanging out at Big Rip the night before. No, actually, don't bullshit I me. Only had a few beers. I just had a few. I don't know what happened. I came home early because I wanted. That's how every story starts. That's a good I just point. Had a few beers. I swear. I swear to God. Yeah. Well, no, I did. I I don't know what happened. So somebody uh, slip you something in one of those. Maybe I mean, hey, somebody slipping the good doctor some uh, some medicine. That's what happens. Guess so. They didn't get what they wanted. Payback. But how do you know? No, I'm joking. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was up throwing up all night. Oh my so goodness! I, I gotta tell you, payback, Doctor Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I'm just gonna start ordering drinks that way. That's dude. right. That's right. Oh my goodness! Just so, put a little salt in this one. Drink here. So I, uh, I freaking go for me, over. It's for a friend. I swear to you, it's for a friend of mine. I promise. I promise. Ugh. So freaking uh, today. After work or whatever, I go over to Malvern Manor to clean up from last night's overnight group. And then basically I had about 20 minutes to get everything ready for tonight's overnight group. And uh, I'm doing my thing. I'm walking through all the rooms. And, like, right when I get in there, uh, first thing I always do is, like, take out the trash. You know what I'm saying? But I go into the uh, uh, what we call, you know, like the, the safe room, the warm room, basically. I go into that room and sitting on the couch, that big blue couch that we have in there, is a it's a balloon that's in the shape of a fucking alien. Okay? It's an alien balloon. And I go, son of a bitch. Like they they were obviously, you know, they they know the show. They listen to the show. They know that I'm coming back the next day to clean some shit up. Well, 
I then start to, you know, I like I said, I go through every room, I clean up everything, and then I start giving the tour. You know, the overnight group shows up, I start walking them through the house and uh, giving the the generic tour of the place. If we go into uh, uh, Susie's room upstairs with all the coloring books and things like that and the pretty yellow wallpaper, and I notice something flashing, like, choom, 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 choom. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And again, it's another of those alien freaking uh, balloons, except this one has a light inside of it that's strobing. I'm like, motherfucker. Like, it, <laughs> like, come on, guys. Like, it's getting to be goddamn ridiculous. You know what I mean? You're such it's, a pansy. Dude, it caught me off guard. All right? Caught me off I, guard. I thought at first when you said balloon, I thought it was going to be like something like the balloon from It. Oh, fuck that. Just floating in there. <laughs> and, then, like, and then it just like it pops. It pops. Blood comes out. Like, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> they all float down here, Josh. Yes, they do. Are you gentlemen excited about that flick? I'm, I am thoroughly... Th- like gonna go I'm gonna go see that shit. I'm gonna go see it. Yeah. We should have a guy's night. I I am. I just <laughs> hope they I hope they do the book justice. I don't even care if they do the original movie justice. That's you know well But looking at the trailer, read, man, like looking at the trailer, I was like, shit, this looks like right on par with the with what's already been done. You know what I'm saying? Like ugh. Yeah, there was one clip in there that it's a quick Flash, and if you're not paying attention, you probably missed it. It's um, Mike Hanlon. He's a little uh, African-American kid standing outside of a door that's on fire, and all these arms are sticking out. There's a real quick clip in there, oh. like half a second. That's from the book. It's called The Black Spot. It's actually a flashback in the book to the 1930s. Wow. So I wonder how they're going to include that and incorporate that well, the times. What I read was actually that they were following more closely to the book than they were the actual movie. So, Good deal, man. Uh, you might get your wish there, Jason. One thing that I did notice, and maybe it just they didn't have enough dialogue in there for it, was that um, the guy didn't stutter. Bill, Bill was not stuttering, <sighs> and that's a big character point for Bill. Right. So, I mean, yeah. I I don't know if it'll take away from the movie if they don't stutter, but... Do you think it might have just been a a piece of dialogue where he just didn't happen to be stuttering at the time? Yeah, or been. I mean, It could have been. I don't, I don't know. I'm excited as shit to go see this. I don't even know when it's released yet, but I'm going to go see it for sure. It's got I think we got a couple months. But... Most likely. Most likely. Sounds now, I did come across a video that was uh, where they replaced... Pennywise with the cat in the hat, and they made a cat in the hat trailer out of it. <laughs> Equally terrifying. I can imagine. I can imagine. Like the animated cat in the hat or the Mike Myers cat in the hat? Oh. The Mike Myers. Okay, so that's what it was. <laughs> I'm going to have to share that with you guys. Oh, my God. That'll be fun. So we got a couple new reviews on iTunes. We do have reviews this time. I'm not just teasing like Like this is real. Like we actually have reviews. Yeah, we have two more new ones. Don't you be tugging my chain here. Both five-star reviews. Aw. The first one's titled Awesome Podcast. It's Bregs 014. You know Bregs from Paranormal Warehouse. Bregs. Great guys and great podcast. Definitely worth a listen. And then we have another five-star review. 
Uh, awesome show from Dano14228. Really enjoy listening to your show. Many topics covered, well worth the listen. That's freaking awesome. Thank you very much. Very nice. That's, we also have a, a couple texts here from Mr. Shaggy. All right. Um, apparently at work, they had taken away their rights to use headphones oh, for a few months or a few weeks. So he hadn't been listening to shows. And, uh, but anyways, he plays a fucking prison. 11.11 episode. He says, here's oh, yeah. uh, your synchronicity. I just started listening to your 11.11 show tonight, and bam, I also have seen this number for years on and off, and it's very interesting phenomenon. So as he started listening to it, it was 11.11 on his phone. Oh, fuck, dude. Um, That's awesome. So at the time that I saw 11.11 last night, I was in the process of brewing coffee, so it was very clear what I wanted. Um, says okay good news we're now allowed to wear headphones again so I've got a lot of podcasts to get caught up on I'm listening to one news episode where y'all are talking about a story of a UFO that came out of the water and didn't displace any water and wasn't dripping and took off at the speed of light Yeah, all of that could have been accomplished if it was a hologram like blue blue beam project or something maybe it wasn't even real yeah man that's definitely good possibility <clears throat> then he goes on to say okay seriously i just heard the part about the guy breaking his dick while fucking and all i could do was say fuck repeatedly it's like i could feel the pain right. <laughs> not cool man uh. he says homeboy needs to stick it to the basics no more trick riding damn it <laughs> no more trick ride i like what his wife said on the uh, podcast he should have zigged when he's acting <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, I can't even imagine the pain. I can't do it. Poor guy. Oh, my God. Just no. Hell no. I did talk to Rick, and I'm sure it's in the podcast as well, which I haven't got a chance to listen to it yet because I just haven't been in the car. But um, they started a GoFundMe at my request for his (laughs) penis, and they're going to donate all that money to the Lost Limbs Foundation. Oh, very cool. Very cool. I mean, just... Would that be considered a lost limb? That's what I was just going to ask. I'm like, <laughs> it begs the question here, so... Yeah. Damn it. I wouldn't want to sign that cast. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if that was my cast, I would probably stick it on a shelf when it was done. Just like around the house. Have it yeah. out there trophy. The, trophy, the trophy shelf. Yeah. Put it on the uh, centerpiece for the table. You know what I'm saying? Nice conversation starter. Yeah. Hey, what's that? That's well, funny story. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you a harrowing tale, my lad. <laughs> oh my god! So, uh, you got any? Uh, you got any fun news episode or news uh, stories for us? I should say. I have one that's not too far from you. Uh, report of UFO over nuclear plant in Nebraska yeah. found in recently declassified documents. Yeah. I'm not sure where in Nebraska this is, but uh, a former security officer at the Cooper Nuclear Station near Brownville, Nebraska. So I will. Yeah, actually, I will show you exactly where it's at. It's not far. Yeah, absolutely. Um, The reported seeing UFO over the plant sometime in the late 80s. So it was a while ago. It's been a day or five, yeah. Uh, 
The report was found in documents recently declassified as a result of a FOIA act or FOIA request to the Nuclear Regulatory Commission for UFO files. The file files were posted on the website theblackvault.com. The website is a repository for millions of pages of declassified documents. Um, there are 43 pages of documents, although some of those pages are copies or have very little information in them. The majority of the pages are correspondence dealing with the incident described as unidentified flying object violated the protected area at Cooper Nuclear Station. According to the documents, the report was received in June of 2010 by a former security officer. The event actually took place sometime in the late 80s. The report short description reads and then it uh, just repeated itself there. Oh, 1986 and 1989. Oh. But the report was not reported to the NRC as required. Why not? Um, <laughs> the detailed <laughs> section of the report reads unedited, the CI, the confidential informant, described an event that occurred during his employment as a security officer at Cooper National or Nuclear Station. He was employed there from 1986 through 1989 and did not remember specifically when during that time the event occurred. While posted at the intake structure one night, he observed an unidentified flying object fly down the Missouri River. Okay, so he's definitely close to you. Yeah. About 150 feet in the air and hover in front of the intake. He observed it for a few moments and then contacted a fellow security officer who also observed it. Huh. He could not uh, recall the individual's name exactly, but put his first name, which is blacked out, and his last name was either redacted or redacted. Uh, Shit. After the together... After they together observed the UFO, it turned and went back up the river and did not come back that shift. He and the other officer shared their observation with their peers who did not believe them. The next evening, he again was posted at the intake and observed the UFO or return again. This time, he didn't call anyone until the UFO had tra traversed into the protected area and hovered above the protected area just north of the reactor building. He said it was roughly triangular in shape with a circle of rotating lights on the bottom. I wonder if they were green. Huh. Going back to yours. Yeah. Um, he could not hear any propulsion noise from the UFO. He believes it was roughly one-third the size of the reactor building. Once the UFO hovered in the protected area, he called the security break room and most of the officers on shift observed the UFO. Damn, man. These individuals include Redacted, both of whom <laughs> were security officers, all of whom still work at the plant today. After hovering there for a few minutes, the UFO exited the protected area and returned back up north or river to the north as it had the previous night. The CIA said he never saw the UFO at the plant again. After that evening, he believes the incident should have been reported as a violation of the protected area. Blah, 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 blah. Huh. Maybe they're just coming to pay Josh a visit. <clears throat> Could be. With my... I mean, I would have been, what, eight years old? At the... 
right? That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. That's what's Maybe up. Maybe you were abducted. Maybe. Maybe, guys. What do you think? <laughs> Maybe that's why you're afraid of them. Because I've already experienced them? Ex- yeah. I've already Could been Because be. I've already yes. been all up in it. Loving it strong. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Explains why you're so anal. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Guys, I feel like we're making progress here. <laughs> Close the books. <laughs> so you Next. told me Next. about a UFO you saw that had rotating green lights, green right? Lights. It looked like a wheel, actually, correct. right? And it rotated real fast correct. and took off. That is absolutely oh. correct. Could there have been an outer shape of a triangle outside of it that maybe you See, that's notice? what I was... Well, I was wondering about that myself because it was dark, you know, anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, it's absolutely possible. Shit. I don't know. Fuck it. Hold on, there's <laughs> something weird at the end of the article here. Let me read it and see what, what, what they're getting at. Okay. Um, I was just glancing through it and they're talking about something crazy, so... Um, it says that's the extent of the report. A letter to the witness from the director of reactor safety was also included. It essentially said that they will forward the information to Cooper Nuclear Station, but that no further action will be taken, and they thanked him for his report. All in all, an interesting report. As for the rest of the NRC UFO documents, there is correspondence with an individual who believes that the new, that there are nuclear craft being flown around some of which may have crashed and caused radiation contamination. The other report is a bit more difficult to summarize. The NRC writes, The individual expressed vague concerns about finding low-level radiation within the last year where his daughter, whom he believes is an alien or alien transplant, passed. Uh, In addition, the individual believes that travel speed can be increased using the relatively equation with minor modifications. Finally, the individual has observed UFOs. I I want to find out who the hell this person is that thinks their daughter was an alien. Yeah. And when she died, there was radiation left where she had died. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. It's weird. It uh, crazy. John Long says, wet fingers up your ass, Joss. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Very nice, John. <laughs> so we might have to go out and check out this. Uh, no, I was just going to suggest plan. that. Um, so here's the deal: like, just a a weekend is probably not going to cut it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A weekend's probably not going to cut it anymore. Uh, we're probably going to need probably a week. Don't you think? Yeah, we're going to need a week. We're going to need a week to do uh, Longthorn. You know, get out there, back to Longthorn. We're going to have to go, um, I don't know, do some trespassing around Brownville, <laughs> apparently. I'm going to have to figure that shit out. Um, I don't know. We're going to have to do all sorts of fun stuff. Brownville is not a big town at all. Like, it is super, super small. We also should investigate the Air Force Base there and why the plane was landing at the international. Yeah, I'm sure they'll let us. Uh, they'll let us stroll right up there, wouldn't they, guys? Why not? Maybe just, fine with it. just tell them who you are. They'll be like, yeah, okay. Oh yeah, you're Doctor Feelgood. You you're the Doctor Feelgood. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, 
We got it. You, by the way, you want to fuck my wife? <laughs> <laughs> Give her a throw, buddy. Give her a throw. Um, did you guys know that uh, apparently Adele was caught shape shifting <laughs> into an eight oh, foot into an eight weight. foot uh, into an eight foot reptilian? Uh, well, she was on tour. Yep, while she was on tour in New Zealand. Uh, yeah, apparently this is just going to fucking ruin her career. Um, I don't know, guys. I don't know what to think of this. But, yeah. She can still sing. Uh, in a show uh, she held Sunday night, Auckland, New Zealand, Adele, Adele shocked some fans, uh, announcing that she may never tour the world again. She's currently on the road um, with Adele live. Um, let's see here. Um, it was revealed in 2008 by the BBC. Um, what the fuck? Like, somebody can't type worth a shit. But anyway, uh, yeah, apparently she was backstage and, uh, she, she apologized. She formally apologized to her fans for, uh, scaring them, you know, after shape-shifting into a giant reptilian during a backstage meet and greet. So, uh. She explained that she would not be able to perform live on tour again until she learns, you know, how to keep this shape-shifting at bay. What website is this from? (laughs) I was just wondering, like, I'm like, come on, man. Like, how long are you going to let me go on with this? Um, This is from... um, Should have let him struggle. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, come on now. Um, No, this is from Disclose.tv. That's where this is from. You know, if this you was guys, at a concert or anything, somebody had to have, like, cell phone video or something. They're going to post on YouTube or something like that. Wouldn't that be funny like as fuck? But, yeah, I mean... Well, if it happened backstage... Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you got to be... Yeah. You have to have the credentials to walk back there, right? You know? I don't yeah, know. I was going to say, I did find another story. One that actually happened recently. Um... I don't know if you guys have done this one yet. It's a, a woman blames a car crash on Bigfoot. Yeah. We did that one last yeah. week. You don't did listen you? to our show. Oh, listen hey, to I you. Don't, I don't get around very much. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's like, how dare you, Glidden? He's how like, dare oh, me. You. <laughs> no, there is a new one out this week. I didn't pull it because we already talked about it, but they're, they're saying it's very credible. I was just going to read that, but that's okay. <laughs> nope. I'm going to find another one. So what did you think of the uh, the Bigfoot uh, car crash story? Me? Yes. I didn't read it. Oh. <laughs> I didn't read that shit. I didn't read it. No, I, I, read, I skimmed through it and everything, but it was it's just a short story, and probably she was drunk and she hit like a deer or something. You know, that's kind of what we were thinking at the same time. I'm going to say it's Bigfoot because I don't want people to know I was drunk. <laughs> Why I don't not? Really think I'm crazy, so I'm gonna say it's Bigfoot. Why not? Yeah. Why the fuck? Now I also found one that was uh, two people were injured after Porter Airlines aircraft forced to evade UFO over Lake Ontario. Whoa. Uh, I'm guessing you guys haven't heard this one, so no, we go ahead with this. <clears throat> two people suffered minor injuries after an aircraft swerved to avoid a UFO in the skies over Lake Ontario on Monday. The Porter Airlines Dash 8 aircraft, which was carrying 54 passengers, encountered the object at about 9,000 feet as it descended on into the Billy Bishop Toronto City Airport. 
pilots noticed an object in the distance and they, as they approached the object, they realized it was very close to their flight path, uh, according to Porter Airlines in a statement. At first, the pilots thought it was a balloon. However, after de a debriefing, they said the object could have been a drone. Uh, they went on to say, nobody knows at this point. It happened so quick. Uh, it definitely wasn't a bird. It was a fairly large object. Two flight attendants were taken to an area hospital to be treated for minor injuries. Uh, the Canadian government is now working to pass new rules to regulate the growing number of drones and possibly help prevent incidences such as this one. There have been a number of close calls between aircrafts and drones around the world, yeah. especially near airports. Uh, Fortune reported in March that the FFA, or FAA has seen an increase in reports of, of possible encounters with unmanned vehicles with 583 between August 22nd of 2015 and January 31st of 2016. Wow. So, yeah. <clears throat> wow. So they're not saying it's like an alien UFO. It's just something they didn't identify. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, by all definitions, that's what it is, though. Yeah. It's but they were out over Lake Ontario? Yeah, near the airport. Oh. It's interesting, though. Huh. Which is which is kind of dumb. If you own a drone and you have to fly for commercial reasons, you have to pay like a couple hundred dollars a year for that license. Yeah. But if you're just flying it for personal reasons, it's like five dollars for like every three years or something like that. Jeez. But the fines would be retarded. Yeah. 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 I mean, I know a lot of people don't think. <laughs> that's that's the truth. That's a good point. I ain't spending no fucking money. I ain't spending five dollars on this bullshit. UFO reports now that are. <clears throat> hey, Josh. Josh, turn off your video for a minute. What's that? Turn off my video. Turn off your video for a minute. There it goes. Yeah, you were glitching pretty bad there. For a minute. You're, you're glitching. <laughs> <laughs> You're glitching. Uh, no, What's but up? I bet there's a lot of um, a lot of UFOs now reported that are just happen to be drones. I mean, how big, guys? Like, I, I want to know. Like, a uh, how big are these drones? Okay, not not well, a uh, not a civilian type drone or anything like that. I want to know like a military. Some drone. of the military ones can get as big as maybe twelve feet across. Seriously, <clears throat> and well, I, have I know seen... of yeah. I have seen somebody that like built a drone big enough to actually carry a person and fly him somewhere. Holy shit. That's pretty impressive. But it only goes like 40 miles an hour or something like that. Yeah. I still wouldn't do it. Hell no. <laughs> so. I want, I want the, what's the thing that the, oh, from the first Spider-Man movie, the Green Goblin flies around. I want one of those drones. That could be hot. It's like um, it's like the Segway, but for the air. <laughs> what the fuck? Just a hoverboard. Yeah, exactly. That's what Did I you want. See that they're remaking that movie. They announced that what? they're going to what reboot uh, Back to the Future. No, 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 no. Fuck no. Leave. God damn it, Hollywood. Would you come up with your own fucking ideas for once? God. Why? What is the point? What is the point? Money. 
What's uh, what's that's, old that's what's exactly old Mike it. what's old Mike J Fox think about this? <laughs> that was all kinds of wrong. He was iffy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't think he cares. Probably not. Probably not. He's got so much fucking money, it's just disgusting. If you think about it from a Hollywood perspective, yes. you know, people that have a nostalgia towards the originals will come out and see these remakes to see if they're crap or if they're good. And then the kids that haven't even seen the originals will come out just to see them because they've heard about them from their parents. So Yeah, but I mean, that's shitty parenting, not showing your children the original. It's like, no, you sit the fuck down. You appreciate All right, this. So this is a perfect example of what just happened last year. With Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, yes. Everybody's like, no. And I still don't think it's as good as the original. It's not. Um, but I haven't even still... gone to see it. Yeah. It's funny in parts. There's good parts. Yeah, there's a few funny parts. It's mostly not the characters that are actually in the main, like the main characters. But yeah. Right, right. Um, people liked right. it. So, of course, they're going to remake other things. Yeah. I know, like... As far as, like, the Ghostbuster franchise, like, I'm a fan of Ghostbusters and all that fun shit, obviously. Um, but I, I know that I think it's next year they're coming out with, a like, an animated movie or some shit like that. I'm Are like, they making a live-action sequel to the most recent one? Does anybody know that? That I don't... They have plans, apparently. This is straight out of, like, Ivan Reitman's mouth. There are, like, seven different movie scripts rolling around right now for other Ghostbuster movies to come. So, uh, I don't even know. I don't even fucking know. Like, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens, you know, over the next few years. I just hope they don't take, like, the franchise and just, you know, flush it down the, the toilet. So, because I really enjoyed the original, you know. The original if Ghostbusters. They're going to remake great. a bunch of these movies. They should remake the B-movies into, like, High production quality movies like Bingo. they live or something. Yeah, that'd you know? be great. You know, I want to see an uh, a brand new take on Tremors. Oh, yeah. Get Although bacon they have, like, back. Five movies. Well, they have more than that. I think now <clears throat> you got to get bacon back for that. Though you got to get bacon back. Yeah. I'm bringing bacon back. Yep. Oh yeah, that's what's up. All right, so I got a cool story here. Um, oh, it's Scott Latia. Oh, Scotty. The biggest uh, military drone in length is 36 feet, one Jesus. inch. Jesus. 36 feet. Yeah, so that's bigger. You know, that's the size of a small plane, so. Yeah. Damn, dude. All right. Fuck. That's amazing. That is amazing to All me. Right. So on to my story here. Boy claims, or boy's mom claims he is actually reincarnation of Lou Gehrig. Like the baseball player Lou Gehrig, huh? Yes. Uh, this comes from AOL. Did they, Christian, uh, did they wait to what? drop this story uh, on opening day or what? Is that what? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's why it was yep. here. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Christian Hopp has been called a baseball prodigy. 
Uh, now 20th Century Fox has options the right to a book about Hop's bizarre recollections. Wow. Uh, the eight-year-old convinced his mother that he was reincarnated or reincarnation of legendary Yankees player Lou Gehrig, who died at age 36, two years after he was diagnosed with ALS. At two years old, Hop began telling his mom that he was once a tall baseball player who died because his body stopped working. He also reportedly pointed to a picture of Babe Ruth and said that he didn't speak to one another, which is true because they had a falling out. Huh. Um... Bird says, uh, the mom says there's no way her son could have known all this information. Uh, her book, The Boy Who Knew Too Much, details the story he tells of his alleged past life. Uh, some have criticized the book with commentators in the Daily Mail article calling the story a bunch of made-up lies. Whether you believe it or not, it has to stop Hop from pursuing his dream to be an L.A. Late, or an LA Dodgers uh, pitcher and have fun along the way and he's had a small role in the Adam Sandler film That's My Boy after the actor saw Hop on huh. YouTube uh, he said he's also thrown plenty of ceremonial first pitches because he's a pitcher wow. of course so wow now how, yeah, old, so, how old is this kid right now he's according to the article he's eight eight years but old but he first started talking about stuff yeah when he was two um, when he was two See, okay, and we've we've reported on stories like this, uh, very similar in the past. What the fuck is going on with these kids? Like, tell me seriously, what is going on here? Like, I think it's it's happening often enough with these kids that it's beyond coincidence, right? Well, well, if you read a. Uh, read a little bit about like Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison believed that we had these uh, these cells that retained bits of memory, and when we died, of course, that that would just disperse into like the atmosphere, I guess. Sure. And would recollect whenever you know, like a a child is conceived or something, like it would recollect, and those memories would be kind of passed on to that child or whatever. Um, that's where you would get those past life memories is from those old cells or the energy or whatever he called them. I can't remember what he called them, but yeah. that was, that was somewhere along the lines of what Thomas Edison believed. And, you know, I'm, I'm not a firm believer in it, but I mean, anything's possible, I guess. Yeah. Uh, sleep. Yeah. Sleep says on here that it's an old story and that it was on coast to coast, not, a while ago, huh. so they probably just dropped it again because it's opening day. But yeah, well, I mean, it's yeah. still interesting, and I mean, who knows? The mom wrote the book when the kid was however many years old, and okay, and I don't, it, it doesn't <laughs> say in the article who else has witnessed it, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I do think that it, I do think that there's some credible cases out there, whether this one is or not. Right. The thing is, it's like. I don't know why it is, but I guess like it's it's more believable if you've got nothing to gain. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Like when a, uh, I mean Jesus, like we just reported what last week or whatever um, that there was this uh, psychologist guy that was out there, um, very high up in the field, very well respected in the field. Basically said that uh, 
like 90% of all this freaking uh, what we would consider any type of psychosis or whatever is a legitimately demonic possession in some way, shape, or form. Now, this is a man who is highly respected in his field. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's well, also yeah, like a professor. Well, yeah, we also like a month ago now, the physicist or whatever at CERN that said that ghosts aren't real because they would have proved it already. Yeah, that guy was a fuck. Like, <laughs> like God... Yeah, he said that the Hadron Collider uh, basically disproved uh, the existence of ghosts, which and maybe I'm just a biased SOB, but it proved dick to me, man. It proved yeah. diddly shit nothing to me. Um, like, here's what happened. Like, on that interview with that fuck, like that guy, he, before he said, um, he says, before you even ask me a question, you know, he and he flat out said, you know, we are not here to dispute the fact that ghosts exist because they don't. I'm telling you they don't fucking exist. So already right there, right out of the gate, he's already got this yep. axe to grind, right? <laughs> like he's already it's already predetermined like where his head's at in the ball game. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, we already Yeah we already went through all that and I, I don't want to get pissed off again because <laughs> it's but, just bad it's bad fucking science to right. say that because you haven't found evidence of something yet that it doesn't exist yeah exactly but i mean yeah i, I read the article and it, it just seemed like he came out with a predetermined disposition towards the subject anyway so exactly. you know if you don't want anybody to talk about it then why the fuck are you talking about it <laughs> He's a well he was on a paranormal show then yeah it was a uh, I paranormal mean, that's the whole talk reason show. he was there he started yeah. out with that. Yeah, anyways, you get pissed uh, off. Let's take a break. I need another beer <laughs> you get now. Pissed off. Bringing that shit back up. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Well, so we are uh, we're gonna take a little break here, and we will be right back with more Ecto Show. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence, discuss theories and techniques in the forum, create a group for your team, or find a team to join, watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. All right, guys, we're back. What's up? I think it's just... I'm here. Oh, I'm like, I think it's just me and Glidden. Been here. Yeah. 
like we didn't leave. We didn't go anywhere. Oh, it was Glidden on his post when he talked about it that he was coming in to replace you. I did yeah. see that. I did see that, which I'm totally <laughs> fine with. <laughs> it's like I'll give you the uh, the passwords or whatever. I'm gonna take a couple weeks off, and you just freaking knock this shit out of the park. Oh my goodness, I'm fucking tired. I'm just tired. Oh man, I, nobody can replace you, Josh. Aww. You know that. Shucks. Guys, <laughs> I love you. I love you. <laughs> oh my god! I wish my video worked, man. Well, you could just try it again. Yeah, I could until we get all fucking glitchy face, and you see me going oh, come like this. On. I'm hoping. It, I'm no, hoping no, it freezes. I hope it freezes. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, try it again. That sounds great. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, my goodness. All right. Well, I want to take a second here to go tell people to go to podbros.com, the best podcast network out there. Um, plenty of shows on there. Currently, we are the only paranormal show on there, which is great. There's 30-plus shows, uh, yeah. including Language of Bromance, like you've heard on here. Uh, Take Aim Outdoors is all about archery, and they have plenty of geeky, nerdy podcasts as well, and including a Dungeons and Dragons one. They have one that I'm planning on listening to this week that I just fa- found. It's called the Jean Claude Van Damme cast or podcast or something like that. And I don't know what it's about, but I'm sure it's about Jean Claude Van Damme. Might be interesting. That could be fucking awesome. So yeah, <laughs> I think Josh froze again. Oh my god. Did it freeze? I think he's holding still. Yeah. Did Josh, it freeze? Okay, turn your video back on. Did it freeze? Sons of bitches. Can you guys even hear me now? No, I got nothing. I got nothing over here. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, my goodness. It's just me now. I'm talking to myself. Alright, yeah, I got you. Right, You're now back you now. fuckwads can hear me. <laughs> like, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over here just like talking to myself. Damn it. <laughs> Go ahead and turn video back on, John. <laughs> Shit. Never I'll again. I'll take the blame for it. Never again. We're just seeing if you do it. Yeah. Of course I'm gonna do it. Damn it. Do it. So you got another story, Josh? Well, I do. I well, I did. I was going to talk about that uh, that uh, Idaho Bigfoot sighting now because this uh, Bigfoot researcher uh, there is saying that this it seems like it's credible. Um, let's see here. What is his name? Doctor Jeff Meldrum, professor of anatomy and anthropology at the Idaho State University, has been looking for Bigfoot sightings for years. Uh, he said that the woman's uh, demand is not out of the realm of the impossible. Uh, according to an article in the Moscow Pullman Daily News, the woman, 50 years old, I mean, we got into this last week. So she was driving along and she, what, she wrapped her car around the tree or she just smacked into a tree. She was able to drive <laughs> away. She drove her way. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, claiming that she saw Bigfoot running alongside like chasing down a deer right is that what it was it was like chasing down a deer 
Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure. I think that's what it was. But anyway, he says, it's curious because it sounds like a very credible witness, he said. Nothing, um, or he said, let's see, nothing. God, people, ugh. They can't fucking type. Whatever. His first reaction was to report to the sheriff and not post it on Facebook. Okay. And I'll give you that. That their their first reaction was to go to the sheriff's department. I'll give you that. Um, Meldrum also said yeah, that I mean, the whole the scenario seems... That we talked about that yeah. made it seem credible was that she said it that, was Bigfoot. When she could have said, well, I hit... I, I, a deer jumped out in front of me, and I ran into something, and exactly. then I had to go get my husband. The right. fact that she brought up Bigfoot either means she's crazy, looking for attention, yeah. or she saw something she couldn't explain. Yeah, for or sure. possibly doing something she didn't wasn't supposed to be doing. Right? Yeah, I mean that's true too. Yeah, she could have been on her phone. She would have been driving slow. If she was able to drive away from crashing her car. Yes. I would assume. Yes, she wasn't so going down that here. Fast. Down here in Missouri, we back road a lot. You know what happens on the back roads, David? We toss a couple back and uh, <laughs> we slowly drive down the road. Oh, okay. I have a buddy okay. that I used to work with when high school. Their Saturday nights was they would they lived out in western Kansas, so just like completely flat. They would park yeah. the cars, put the car in drive, and just let it idle down the road, and they'd get out and sit on the car and drink. Whoa. Sounds legit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, we're drifting but, a mean, little to the left. Do you mind going in there and uh, straighten us back out? But, I mean, that's what that's what people do. So, uh, if there's back roads to be had, people drink and go back roading. And, Hell, yeah. You know, you're not going to drive very fast on those back roads when you're drinking because you want to spend more time out there drinking. So if you're not looking or you're getting drunk and you crash, you're going to drive away from it. Yeah. Just saying possibility this guy uh yeah he goes on to say here that i mean the whole scenario does seem plausible especially giving the time of year uh, location of the accident which took place near a very wooded uh national forest uh, and here's a quote from him he said you know the most common places for a bigfoot is on a night <clears throat> excuse me on a night road or next to a body of water that's what he's what it saying that's there. so fucking general honestly. right right he goes the whole northern oh go the whole uh is northern panhandle habitat of choice for sasquatch it's also the time of year that you expect a bigfoot to have a deer when it's malnourished at the end of winter um <clears throat> that's an assumption but a, a not a bad assumption no it's an assumption, an assumption that they yeah yeah so, I mean, but regardless, this Meldrum guy um, definitely seems, I, he believes her. He absolutely believes her. So, Let me throw a cog in this wheel. Let's um, do this. Let's throw a stick in the spokes here. What if he was with her and they were doing something they weren't supposed to do and no, he was driving and crashed? <laughs> shame, shame. Yeah, I, I mean, know the, your this name. Whole, this whole... It's like, I believe her. I believe I her. Like, believe everything she says it all hinges on the fact that she probably could have came up with a better story than bigfoot regardless of what she yeah. was doing yeah i don't know what that would be Chat me. i mean a better story than bigfoot is that a deer ran out in front of her i mean that's the easiest thing if they're if the bigfoot was chasing a deer 
And that was really the sighting. Um, there's obviously deer in that area, so. Yeah, or you could have sure. made up like my tie rod broke and my wheel jerked and shot at me. There it is. Yep. <laughs> the back roads of Utah. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing is, is she could have been somewhere else. It might not even have happened there. She could have been somewhere else. She wasn't supposed to be. That's good. But still, it was still, it would still be the same thing. She would think she could come up with something better than Bigfoot. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know. So, I don't know what to to change the subject a little bit. Let's do it. Uh, Have you guys heard about Zach Bagan's new show? The new show? Yep. I thought he died. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> he did that, die. I, I knew he just opened a... Uh, I believe he just opened up some kind of a museum of haunted artifacts uh, in Vegas, I believe. Yeah, he did. Uh, also, Zach Bagans is leaping across the pond for his latest paranormal venture. Whoa. Oh, great. Uh, Another American is going to make us look bad abroad. <laughs> well, it's, it's not just him. So, uh, <laughs> paranormal investigator Zach Bagans, star of the Travel Channel's hit paranormal TV phenomenon, Ghost Adventures, yeah. has finalized the essential de- details that will see him taking his investigations to the UK in a new show for Really Channel titled Help, My House is Haunted. Bagans huh. has a set. Is it Bagans or Baggins? Either way, I feel like I'm talking I don't about know. a hobbit. Um. <laughs> Bagans has assembled a team of experts that will, according to early press, be investigating the homes of people who are experiencing serious activity and will uh, be working with or be working to rid the locations of activity or teach the owners how to coexist with the entities. Spirit medium Chris Fleming, Barry Guy, founder of Ghost Founder or Ghost Finder Paranormal Society, and French actress Sandy Lakdar will star in the initial 12-episode run of the series. There is no word yet whether Bagans will make an appearance on the show. So far, he has only been announced as an executive producer on the series. Gotcha. Uh, Investigating Holmes is obviously new territory for Bagans. His past investigations on ghost adventures have been predominantly in public historic locations, from ancient ruins to abandoned asylums and even the occasional bar. While UK fans are excited about the show, fans in the US are still unsure if they are going to be able to see the show in the States. Really Channel is one of 30 free to air channels in the UK, and it is possible that it can be viewed via the internet. Yeah. Only time and international copyright, copyright laws will tell. Yeah, for so sure. So, in the meantime, um, that's it. Huh. So, he's he's got a Chris Fleming is going to be kind of the big headliner of this show. Yeah. Apparently. I've talked to Chris uh, a few times. He's uh, good friends with uh, our with, good Yeah, with our buddy uh, Justin. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. But yeah, Chris is, uh, he's good stuff. Yeah. Chris seems like a pretty cool cat, that's for sure. Yeah, I remember I, seeing Chris on TV in the 90s, and he always seemed like a really genuine person. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, any show that that's supposed to be like a reality kind of show that includes an actor or actress. Sure. Always throws up a red flag for me. All right, sure. so I'm wondering, I it's so weird that 
it's, it's not it's only really got one thing one or two things in common with you remember George? Did, you never met George, did you? The I only never met George. Spurrier that came up. Correct. And I never met I think, George. Yeah. So he had an idea for a show yeah. that helped my house is haunted. Yeah. But he had all kinds of crazy ideas, including a microwave machine that would probably kill us. Either that or just make you um, sterile. <laughs> I'm guessing it's Kill all probably doesn't have anything to do with George, but probably it's, uh, I'm sure he's probably going to um, like throw a fit, say that they still is the idea. Yeah. George, uh, George, George's original idea. So here, here it was. Here was George's original idea before I made him change it, and then we just kind of drifted apart. He wanted to. He was a TV writer. He wanted to write a show where it was going to be basically an interview with a ghost, but it was going to be at a person's house, and it was going to be called "Help, Help, My House Is Haunted" or whatnot. It was going to open up with uh, the tape recorder, not the tape recorder, the answering machine. Like people still have answering machines, but the voicemail for young kids these days. <laughs> Opening up saying it's Jason and Justin and we're here to uh, help you and please leave a message and then it's going to have a, you know, a canned actor say something and whatnot. But the whole premise of the show was he wanted to build this microwave machine that the spirit could use and stand on and then Justin would be sitting in like a leather chair interviewing the spirit. And I always saw it as like in a red robe, like... Uh, Hugh Hefner kind of look. I was look. just going to say like half, man. And that's that was his idea originally. And then it morphed into other things, but yeah, I mean, that was a couple of years ago now. It was crazy. I was just I, I remember he wanted help my house is haunted. That was the title he had. Maybe they just kind of took the title. <clears throat> maybe. Yeah, maybe. He might not even be alive anymore. I don't know. He's pretty old. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> was it Justin's grandfather? No, no. Okay. no, 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 no. It was a guy named George that lived here in Kansas City that just oh, found okay. me online. Yeah. Okay. So, just because you were interested in the paranormal and had done done things in the paranormal, is that what it was? Pretty much. Yeah. Yup. Yup. It's fun stuff, my friend. So, physicist warns. Aliens are here and plan to quarantine Earth. Yeah, okay, I saw this. What the fuck? Because I didn't click on it. Um, but yeah. All right, so the... Uh, from Mysterious Universe. Um, he has a bachelor's and a master's degree in physics from the University of Chicago. As a nuclear physicist for a number of major corporations and military contractors... He worked on secret projects to build nuclear aircraft, fission and fusion rockets, the nuclear power plant to be used in outer space. He was the first civilian to investigate the Roswell UFO incident has, and has since become known as the father of Roswell and the flying saucer physicist. Is there enough to believe? Is this enough to believe Stanton Friedman yeah. when he gives this kind of warning to his fellow Earthlings? Um, I think they are, according to the person that wrote this. I think they're 
here they are here to quarantine us give us or keep us from going out there with our track record we're evil is what they say huh. uh-oh in a new interview stanton friedman addresses the recent wikileaks release of formerly classified caa documents on ufo sightings around the world he believes that these documents should tell everyone else what he already knows yeah Egotistical, anyways. Uh, we have enough to prove without a shadow of a doubt that planet Earth is being visited by aliens. Uh, let's see. Even in the redacted portions of these documents were revealed, it doesn't seem they contain the beyond a shadow of a doubt missing link. Perhaps he's implying that someone or some organization is keeping the crucial piece of evidence from us. Okay. So this is just about. Uh, so yeah, uh, basically, Stephen Friedman came out and stated that we're gonna be uh, aliens are putting us into quarantine because we are evil. Well, we well, are. they've been viewing us I, from a distance, and they've seen the 1940s when we dropped the A bombs. I mean, that would be a dangerous moment to witness. But and and we are kind of like a react and shoot society oh my god I mean, yeah very so much so. if we saw an a- josh if you had a gun on you and you saw an alien would you not shoot it i'd shoot it right in the fucking right between the eyes man there you go i guarantee there you go. it <clears throat> no i'm not going to uh sit there and ask questions I, i'm pretty positive Make it a sandwich it. yeah like <laughs> yeah I'm not going to do that. (laughs) See, this should also make you feel good, though. Um, Why? I would think... (laughs) Okay, so... Dr. Feelgood is always looking for the silver lining. (laughs) Not necessarily, but... I've always seen that if aliens are here... Yeah. If they're, they're here, if they're here on a regular basis, or if they're here in enough of a presence to quarantine us, then... Most likely, in my opinion, I mean, it could not be, but most likely, in my opinion, yeah, they might protect the planet if something were to come flying at us. Maybe. That maybe they're not ready to like have full contact with us, but they wouldn't want to see us wiped out, or yeah. why wouldn't they do it? Um, maybe if a, um, an asteroid was coming in, maybe that's why we haven't had one. Other than the Russia one last year that didn't actually like do a whole lot, uh, not last year, a couple years ago, but yeah, it could be that. Like I've always thought that if we were a television program for aliens to watch, a reality show, so to speak, that we were kind of lucky because they were also protecting us. Sure. So it might not all be all bad if they're out there and they are quarantining us. Well, according to what was, what was a Project Blue Book, that uh, the declassified information that they uh, released, I think it was last year, that there's like seven or eight different races of aliens. Some are bad, some are good. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Some want to help us, some of some of them want to harvest us. <clears throat> um, Damn. But, you know, we haven't been to the moon in Very long a couple time. decades. You know? Yeah. So... Maybe we found something on the moon, and maybe if if it's an alien base or whatever people might uh, theorize, if they're there to protect us, that's probably why we haven't been hurt because they're there 
But then again, if you talk about the asteroids and why we haven't been hit by one of these huge asteroids, back in the 80s, Ronald Reagan started a project called uh, Star Wars, Star Wars which, was yeah. a, which was a laser that was to orbit Earth. Um, if And they never said if that was completed or not. Um, All I want so if is it a was freaking satellite with freaking laser beams on it. So that might be why we haven't been hit by a major asteroid if, if it's up there to break up these asteroids. Yeah, it could be any number of things. I mean, um, uh, one of the most famous... Not, it's not even a case, but I remember reading about a conspiracy even back in when we would have been in high school, I would have been in high school, all of us were the same age. So, um, some hacker, I'm only early, early, early hacker. Well, yeah, we're still close enough. Some, I'm some early, I'm at- yeah, 22. <laughs> some early hacker had hacked into, uh, I think it was an Air Force server and got a bunch of information off of it including a list of off-planet pilots yeah um and they weren't like astronauts for nasa they were off-planet pilots for the air force the united states air force and it also detailed other missions and even things like fighting with we were well maybe this wasn't in there another detail that they Okay, so one of the things, the theories was not, it wasn't detailed in the list, but one of the theories was is that we were actually aided by another alien race that we were defending off when that was trying to come in and that the alien, a good alien race was helping us defend the planet from a bad alien race in space so that the people on the planet didn't know it was going on and that's where the off-planet pilots list yeah. came from Wow! I mean that's all theory but he did pull up he did claim this hack of all this information and it had listed off-planet pilots from the Air Force so crazy well wasn't it uh, Buzz Aldrin who was doing a, a TV interview and somebody had said something about sending people to Mars and he kind of slipped up and said, well, we already been to Mars. Yeah. I forget and, what he said. He, it was, it was also him that said um, in one of the interviews after the moon landing that he stated at the end, and he may have just been joking. It may have just been him joking and people take it wrong, but yeah, he said, and they waved us off as we took back off of the moon to come back home. Yeah, like there was somebody there to wave them goodbye. So, well, I mean, the well, entire yeah. time, if you read those transcripts, they're talking about these ships that are on the far side, or just on the other side of this crater, that are literally like watching them the entire time. You know what I'm saying? Yep. On uh, Apollo 17, the uh, the astronauts that were reporting back to NASA, you can actually see the transcripts where they were talking about seeing some kind of object what it sounded like they witnessed was something either crashing or landing and they were just kind of talking about that as they were watching it as they were taking off when they were leaving the moon um the guy from that uh posted a bunch of pictures for nasa on uh hang on a second i got all the we just did this show uh sunday on the structures on the moon and stuff but um i've got my notes here from it 
But he accused NASA of editing all the images that they they had, and NASA's got a an online uh, gallery where you can see all their images. And there's some images that haven't been put up there that are from the real uh, that have now been released after 30 years. Um, one of them being like a uh, a pyramid structure on the moon. Huh. And they they didn't release it because they quote unquote said that it was a blank space in the film reel which obviously it's not because you can actually see something there. Sure. So, huh. But yeah, the Apollo 17 guys, they've got all kinds of stories apparently. That's awesome. I love hearing shit like that though. I don't know. I like it. So, um, Koopsik, my man. I don't have one. All right. Whatever. Whatever. There's Fuck nothing it. new out there. I, I mean, know. everything I found is like Planet X, this Planet X, that, and Asteroid gotta, this and Asteroid that. We, uh, does David have one? You, you got one? An end of the world story, David? End of the world story? No, never mind. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what that's what he was going with. <laughs> Sons if you have of another pitch. story, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Story? I do. All right, let's do that. I do. Um, I've actually I've, I've posted the video for this is actually on my Paranormal Frequencies page. And I'll, uh, I'll try to share it with you guys here after the show. Um, but bikers in Indonesia actually filmed a mysterious humanoid creature as they were riding through the woods here. Um, in the video footage of the close encounter, one of the bikers falls as he tries to evade the mysterious being as it crosses its path, coming out of the forest. Huh. Um, shortly after, his colleagues chase after what appears to be a small semi-naked humanoid armed with a wooden pole who manages to swiftly escape into the high grassland along the side of the road. Trying not to lose the mysterious humanoid, the bikers step off their bikes and enter the grass on foot, finding only the wooden object that the little pygmy was carrying. According to reports from Mail Online, members of the mythical Mante tribe are said to be much shorter than the average man, not more than five feet tall. The only evidence of this tribe can be traced back to the 17th century when two of these pygmies were captured and presented to the Sultan. Since then, no one has heard of this mystery tribe. Uh, Many believe that they had officially disappeared, although many suggest that they were not seen since the 17th century, perhaps because, according to local folklore, they are a very close community and tend to flee from all contact with the civilized man. According to experts, at least seven tribes still live in the northern province of Ace. Currently, there has still not been any scientific expeditions to establish the presence of the tribe. Interestingly, in 2003, the remains of an ancestral species different from modern humans were discovered off the island of Flores in Indonesia, on the other side of the uh, island where the pygmy was observed and filmed. Uh, Archaeological evidence showed an antiquity between 95,000 and 17,000 years for these mystery beings, as well as an average height of not exceeding one meter, uh, which earned these creatures the nicknames of hobbits. Uh, Curiously, this discovery generated an unprecedented anthropological debate that still persists today. Part of the scientific community continues to cling to the idea that the hobbit is not a different species and argue, on the other hand, that it is a human with anatomical anomalies resulting from the phenomenon of dwarfism. And in the video, you can actually see this little humanoid running from all the bikers, and one of the guys 
chases it down and then it bolts into the tall grass where you can't see it i mean the grass is like five foot tall but wow. uh i will share that with you fellers hells yes i saw this headline um, oh did you look into think, it though well i mean i i didn't read this story that i saw yeah and it may not even be the same thing because what the headline that I saw on a different website was a goblin creature. I think they called it a goblin. <laughs> but I mean, if it's just a small being, maybe that's what they called it for this article. Yeah, it could be. Um, yeah. But I mean, it, I, I, I do think that there's definitely, there could be tribes out there that we've never even seen. Or we've had limited contact like this where it's just stories. I mean, they know of tribes that, peop- that we haven't contacted. Like, just because they haven't had contact we know they're there but yeah i mean if if we think bigfoot can be real why the why hell not? couldn't there <laughs> yeah. be a small tribe of people like this yeah for sure you think of the amount of land that has been unexplored in south america and yeah. it's it's huge there's things that are probably in the jungles that we haven't even explored and or seen so yeah i mean there's that one island i think it's in the south pacific that um People just don't go to because they kill anybody that comes there. The cannibals, and yes. That okay. So just for an example, probably nothing else there. But what if there's two tribes on that island and we've only seen the one because they're hostile, but they're peaceful with another small tribe that we wouldn't even know about because we don't go there. Because we just don't go. Mm-hmm. Um. Huh. Obviously, this video shows something, and the locals there probably have stories of that kind of tribe out there in the woods and uh, you know it goes back to antiquity even so why not i mean i think it's definitely possible we we find new species of bugs and animals and mammals and all kinds of things every year so yeah if it's a small tribe of people of course they could yeah. probably hide pretty easily yeah i mean if they're three to five feet tall and they're living in dense jungles yeah it's gonna be really hard to find them it's pretty cool shit though yeah, I can't the wait video, to uh, look mean, into that. They, like the they video talk about itself. It. They talk about it being the uh, you know possible dwarfism that has affected them. But looking at the video, I mean, it doesn't seem like the bodies are really out of proportion. Huh. Right, I'm getting ready to send it to you, Josh. Hell yeah! All right. Yeah, that's the same like background picture. I haven't clicked on it yet, but the picture used for the article is the same one that I saw on a different website, so. Oh. Yeah, I was okay. I was hesitant to watch it, because I was like, oh, this is probably fake, but then I started looking at it, and I'm like, you know what, this could be real. That's pretty sweet. Let's see here. Uh-oh, Sherry Washington is back in the Facebook chat, talking about tacos again. Oh, right. <laughs> she loves her tacos. Love I her love tacos. tacos, too. Why not? Why not? <laughs> I can't wait to get I've into this I've talked those at least once a week, usually. You really Different do? Different kinds of tacos, but... Huh? No, it just depends stop. on how she's feeling, huh? Just stop it. Uh. <laughs> you guys, stop. Be nice. Uh. You sickos. Yeah, I think right. this week I'm going to make shrimp, shrimp well, i tell you tacos. what, though. I want, uh, I want our good pal David here to uh, pimp yourself a little bit, my friend. Tell people where they can find you, find your stuff. Uh, find everything uh, like haunting history as well. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, I literally just maybe five minutes ago got a message of somebody asking when 
I was going to put out a new episode of Haunting History. Yeah. So now's my chance to answer that. <laughs> uh, currently, we are filming the third season. We're four episodes in in filming. Um, say four. Filming, d- say four. Four deep. Say that. Say four. Deep. We are four deep. Oh yeah. Can we say it deeper with a? We're four deep. That's perfect. Um, That's perfect. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. You gotta have a little bass behind <laughs> That's it. That's what I'm saying, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we are f- four episodes deep, Josh. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> I know your mouth's watering. It is. Keep it up, man. Keep it up. But we're actually we're aiming for ten episodes. And uh, we also teamed up with True Ghost Stories. We're going to be submitting two episodes for that as well. So Nice. Oh, we're going to be shooting 12 episodes. Um, and then, and you can find our first two seasons of Haunting History on YouTube. It's youtube.com forward slash haunting history, not haunted, haunting. Yeah. Um, you know, when I, um, earlier this year, earlier this year, when, uh, Malvern was on paranormal lockdown, I mentioned on this show many times that I had not watched any paranormal reality or any paranormal TV show. True. In a long time, five years, <clears throat> and yeah, you're not—you don't have your show on TV, but it's still a paranormal series. It's yeah. a paranormal show. It's full length, yeah. and I have watched that. So I was completely lying. Uh, <laughs> I was watching David's show. He binged watched. Yeah, yeah. That's what impressed me was he bi- started binging it. It's good stuff, though. Good stuff. Now, I did. Um, you know, last year I did the uh, pilot show for Paranormal Studies. It was a new idea that I had had and was kicking around. Um, since it's been released, and actually since the Malvern Paranormal Lockdown, more people have been coming to that that video on my uh, Haunting History page. And then people have been asking me if I'm going to continue that series. And I you know, kind of kicked it around a little bit. But uh, I made the decision this past week that I am actually going to continue that series. Nice. Um, hoping, hoping to start the filming later this year. Um, I'm probably going to end up doing like a Indiegogo or GoFundMe or something to Shit, yeah. try to get some funds for the travel and into some of these places. But uh, yeah, the uh, the whole season for that has kind of been laid out as far as topics and everything go. So I really, wa- I'm really excited to get that kicked off as well. So there's going to be a lot of stuff coming at everybody this summer sweet dude and that's when we're planning that's about the time we're planning on releasing haunting history is about this around summertime nice john says uh, don't forget about the contest oh yes 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 we have a contest for haunting history going on right now um basically what this is is a chance for somebody to join us in filming the final episode of haunting history uh, the 10th episode um what i'm doing is i'm releasing a clue video for each episode we film for each location and you have to figure out the decipher the clues in the video and figure out where that place is you contact us on facebook uh just go to haunting history and send us a message send us your guesses if you're right we enter you in a drawing if you're wrong we'll tell you you're wrong uh each episode has its own clue video and you can actually enter up to eight times by getting all eight locations correct sweet um 
We have actually ended the drawings for the first two videos, but the third clue video is out there. And the fourth clue video will be coming up later this week. Um, the first two places that we did, uh, the first one is actually the Bonnie and Clyde Joplin hideout where they had a uh, shootout with police and killed two officers. Yeah. Um, the second one is about the Bloody Benders of Kansas. I don't know if you guys are aware of that one. Um, but it's an investigative kind of episode for that. Um, and then the, th the third one, I'm not going to mention where it's at or anything. I'm going to wait another week before we disclose that one. So hell yeah, that's a cool idea though, man. Yeah. It's, it's, really cool it's a good way for us to keep everybody involved and, and keep everybody interested in the show while we're filming because yeah, we're man. not really putting out a whole lot of information about where we're at and what we're doing. Yeah. Usually we would Facebook live from there or something, but we can't this season so uh, yeah so everybody needs to go on facebook and like haunting history on facebook so they can see those videos and try to enter Hell absolutely yes. are you wearing a psycho absolutely. stick shirt dude i am yes, so sir. this is outstanding that is outstanding orgasm equals love that's right that's right well, on that happy little note, <laughs> we are going to break I it do out. have one more thing to mention oh, before let's mention we it. go. Let's mention it. <clears throat> so we will, I have two things real quick. So 200th episode, we will announce the Patreon, and you can be a yes. member of our secret society. More details to come on that. And also, <laughs> I have started writing articles for ParanormalLowdown.com, which is also run by our good friends Mike and Bregs. Uh, paranormal warehouse so yeah. it's going to be a news uh, news slash different uh, stories um, yeah, basically a news a news website paranormallowdown.com and I will say that uh, Dr. Kupsik cool. over here does write better than the majority of the stories we find like that is for damn sure <laughs> well, at least with I, the last I, name like with a last name like Kusik, he better be able to spell. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Oh, my friend my friend uh, Chelsea from Pennsylvania is also writing articles for them as well. So go check out. Uh, we've gotten like five or six new ones up in the last week. So Very nice. And if uh, you guys wanted to reach out to us, uh, go ahead and do so. 913-730-7255. You can send us a text, send uh, a picture, what have you. Uh, we're also on ectoplasmshow.com, and we're Instagramming and tweeting over at, at ectoplasmshow on both of those. So give us a, give us a look Set. wherever you want. Rate and review Send us Josh on your dick pics. Yeah. Like, the, the, the good thing is, like, about the pics, they all go to Jason. <laughs> oh, we, we haven't gotten any recently, so. Not yet. Oh, man. <laughs> Don't you Just private that. message it on Josh's personal account hey, on whatever, Facebook. Man. Whatever. Then he'll uh, get it. It'll be fine. Find uh yeah, find us on Snapchat. We're on Snapchat. That'd be fun. Good times. All right. Well, we're gonna let you peeps go and we will talk to you again bright and early for Friday morning. And David, thanks a ton for joining us. Good doctor. You guys are welcome. Thanks for having me on. Good doctor. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> uh, don't forget to spank the Nurikabi. 
And we're out. See you later. <laughs>